Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and well-being and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is perfectionism. We're going to see what it is and how it shows and also what to do about it because that is what we want. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on GeorginaHudson.net or my Instagram account, GeorginaHudson.coach. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? So we are very happy. One of our subscribers, Luisa, suggested today's topic. And she says in her message, I'm going to read verbatim. I work in human resources at a multinational. I'm a perfectionist. I always strive to make my work error-free. This is a translation from Spanish, so, you know, be patient with me. And to strictly fulfill all the requests placed on me. My perfectionism is making me suffer, working many hours more than my colleagues, worrying a lot and experiencing constant stress. That is affecting my personal life. Can you please talk about perfectionism? Yes, of course, Luisa will address it because it's a fairly common topic in our podcasts. And um, yes, of course, we're going to do it. But before we start discussing what perfectionism is, its origin solutions that we are invested in, I want to welcome Luciano, who hasn't been on the air for a few weeks. Hello, everyone. Happy to be back in the <laughs> podcast. And Georgie, what an interesting topic. This right. is the perfect topic. What are you talking about? <laughs> we, want, we don't want okay. that word. Thanks, Luisa, for suggesting it. In fact, we have talked about it a lot in different podcasts podcasts before and George how can we begin to analyze the topic I believe um, we should start by defining perfectionism because mm -hmm. people are going to start saying oh you know I have that right I have that right and you know when we understand when we can observe ourselves we can do something about it so perfectionism is a personality trait and it's characterized by setting impossible standards for oneself leading those people who suffer from it to be very critical of themselves and while perfectionism can result from a positive intention such as the motivation to meet high standards it can have negative consequences on a person's mental and emotional health as i always say i'm a recovered a recovering perfectionist and I can assure you that I endured a lot of pain trying to do everything extremely impeccably. Um, I could reverse the situation mostly or most of the time. Yeah, yeah like so, I'm, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm 80% there. But um, there's also something that is striking uh, for me about perfectionism having been there. And it is that people who are caught in the perfectionist loop want success, but they want success from a place of lack or failure. And why? Because the perfectionist often focuses on fear and all the things they don't want to happen. I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want anything to be left unseen and so on and so forth. So approaching anything, undertaking any task from that place is tense and it is very detrimental to 
our health. So, Georgie, you are going to tell us about your experience, but before could we say that based on what you were introducing, um, th there is this role of a third person, the others, like mm -hmm. in the TV show Lost, <laughs> you know, the others are there. <laughs> so you know, do they exist or not? So, um, apparently, a, a perfectionist seeks gratification from other people's recognition of their performance, right? Yes, yes, that's a good observation. Um, perfectionism tends to lean heavily on external validation and a lack of unconditional self-love. And we recorded a podcast on unconditional self-love. Um, we really recommend you listen to it because if you are a perfectionist, you are probably suffering from not having a lot of self-love. And I vividly remember being so used to praise for what I did that I once uh, got a C or a C minus. I don't remember. Oh, well, <laughs> that's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and I burst into uncontrollable tears. I remember this like very clearly in my, I was crying in my childhood bed and, and I felt like a failure. And I wasn't like five years old, you know, and I didn't know much about life or, I was 19 years old. It was a long time ago, yeah, because I'm 47, but wow, I, you know, I'm lucky. I've come back um, from this terrible situation and I could finally break the pattern, so to speak. So uh, per perhaps there was a fear of not being recognized if you didn't get a perfect A+. Plus. Mm -hmm. And when, if you see it from other point of view, you had a situation that was good because first of all, you had a C, so it is not failure. You, you approved the and exam. And even if, if I had a D, and it is not failure. Exactly, but it, the most important thing, there are errors there, from them you can learn. And, and move on. So uh, it was a good thing, but it was um, uh, cancelled by the fear of not being recognized. Mm -hmm. So uh, it would also be interesting to emphasize that there's a difference between the pursuit of excellence mm -hmm. and wanting perfection, right? Because excellence yeah. and perfection seems to be the same, but if no, you dig aren't. a bit into it, they are not the same. Mm -hmm. The pursuit of excellence is a healthy aspiration because we want, we genuinely want to give our our best. We strive for a high standard, but accepting mistakes and learning from them. And take a look at this word, mistakes. Mm. Being excellent implies having failed many times before. Right. Excellence is the application of past best practices, mm -hmm. which are collected by filtering them from past mistakes. Yes. You know, perfectionism blocks, mm -hmm. makes you turn around in circles and not moving forward. Right. This is a fixed mindset. Yeah. We have talked about in other podcasts about, about mindsets. Mindset. Yeah. This is a fixed mindset. And excellence moves forward. It mm. is a growth mindset. Yeah. yeah. So they stem from different mindsets. It, it is. It is a 
pretty good um, difference. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So, based on the example that you shared, Georgie, it didn't seem acceptable for you to to have a setback or what you could gain from past experience. Mm -hmm. Perfectionism is almost an obsession, mm -hmm. uh, an endless need to do things at an unrealistically high level, yeah. you know, and, and leading to a harsh self-criticism oh, and fear of failure. So yeah. everything is like black and negative tense, yes. and, and there is an, an opportunity in mistakes mm. and, and and well what are the main characteristics of a perfectionist just in case someone listening to us is wondering if they are one right. so let's dive deep into the characteristics of mm -hmm. a perfectionist so far we have mentioned impossible high personal standards mm. and extreme self-demand That's one. Strong self-criticism. Another one. A great need for external validation and fear of judgment, judgment from others. And low, this, is, this is typical. Low tolerance to other people's imperfections. Oh, yes. This is, this is like a, a, a play, a, a mirror thing that the perfectionist sees in others. Uh, their own exactly yeah. and and he or she doesn't tolerate that so that's why they cannot delegate mm. because others will do that in an imperfect way so i'm not going to delegate i am doing everything by, by myself i'm going to spend uh, 60 hours a week in, uh, at the office doing everything by myself and mm -hmm. do, don't Yeah, I, I don't delegate anything. So no, I can think about so many people in my family who didn't want to delegate for fear of others making mistakes. So that's exactly right. You know, um, the perfectionist doesn't only have personal high standards, but also they expect the same from others. And I think we could add here um, the need to have everything under control. Mm -hmm. This happened to me you know, um, to avoid mistakes or to avoid external criticism, which is impossible because how can we avoid mistakes? They're, you know, part of the road and external criticism, we're always going to be criticized. But, you know, my old perfectionist mind understood that if I had everything under control, I was going to avoid both things. Then there is magnification of mistakes, you know, anything that stirs away, moves away from those between inverted commas, perfect standards is perceived as terrible, you know, it's as if we were watching reality with a magnifier, you know, and all the things that are wrong are magnified, whereas all the things that go well go unseen, you know, this is a little bit what Dr. Rick Hanson says about being like Teflon for good things and Velcro for bad things, neuroscientifically that is uh, proven. Um, as you mentioned too, the question of mindset, you know, um, perfectionism is characterized by having an inflexible mindset and this is seen in the difficulty to adapt to unforeseen situations or to changes in plans, um, to not believe in one's capacity to learn and grow, to feel that we need to know everything. Um, and in fact, this inflexible mindset can lead a perfectionist to a lot of stress. I went 
through a lot of stress. And I can tell you, it's an ugly place to be. So when things don't go as planned, we suffer. But I used to suffer when things didn't go as planned. And the other thing that didn't happen to me, but happens to a lot of my clients is procrastination. Paradoxically. Yeah, typical one. Mm -hmm. Some perfectionists tend to put off tasks because they fear not being able to do them perfectly. So they seek more certifications and more courses and more, uh, you know, proofs that they are ready. Um, They never find them. Nothing is enough. So uh, they push everything for later. And that, of course, uh, leads to a lot of frustration. Oh, okay. So it's quite a long list, Georgie, and I'm sure uh, most of us can identify with one characteristic or, or another. And it seems that the problem Luisa is raising, mm-hmm. uh, coming back at the beginning of this podcast, and that we can infer from the characteristics that we mentioned, is the impact of perfectionism on mental and emotional health. You know, uh, characteristics is one thing, how we behave, but the impact is what we suffer because of that. Mm -hmm. So we may feel tension, stress, frustration. Those are some of the consequences we just mentioned. Can you, Georgie, dig a bit more into this? Yeah. Um, When one gets caught in the perfectionist rabbit hole, which is not the same as striving for excellence, as you mentioned. We can feel a lot of anxiety, sadness, overwhelm. And we can also suffer from insomnia, sleepless nights, anorexia nervosa. nervosa. I had this, it was awful, and various types of eating disorders, among other consequences that are red flags to stop and to seek professional help. Please, please do I didn't until, you know, I was like totally burnt out. So please look for help before you reach that point. When a personality trait hinders one's ability to live happily and begins to affect our well-being and our functioning, we need to start working on ourselves ASAP to prevent what's happening from intensifying and to learn how to respond to that and even to revert it. Okay, Georgie, Um, I have to say I have many of those characteristics Mm -hmm. and I am suffering a lot from many of those effects Mm -hmm. that you mentioned. So confirmed, (laughs) I am a perfectionist. So what can I start doing? You're you're funny. Um, The first step is to become aware of what is happening to us. Uh, This is not a joke, you know, it's not. A superficial thing like, oh, what can I do? That is just who I am. You know, my mother was like this. So, you know, I inherited those traits. Or I have always been surrounded by perfectionists. So, you know, this is part of my DNA. No, because as Luisa shared, perfectionism is exhausting. And it's draining, to say the least. I can tell you, um, you know, from my experience, it can be worse. You know, you can have, as I said, eating disorders, not being able to sleep. Um, You can also not want to see people because you don't want them to perceive your your problem. So the first thing is 
reflecting on our perfectionist thoughts, behaviors, and also on how they impact mm -hmm. our lives and our, our well-being. The other thing that I'm thinking now is set realistic goals. When I was um, learning coaching, uh, Tony Robbins always said, break tasks down into smaller achievable steps instead of trying to do everything at once in one single step and between uh, inverted commas perfectly because that is unattainable. Mm? Mm -hmm. And then we need to widen our window of tolerance to frustration and to making mistakes. We all make mistakes and they are a natural part of learning and growth. I think it was in NLP that when we studied NLP that it has said that mistakes are a road to success. Yeah, totally. And it's one of the pillars. Uh, then it's important to explore the root of perfectionism with the help of a professional. This involves revisiting past experiences, traumas, or subconscious beliefs that may be contributing to our need to be perfect. What what happened, you know? Perfectionism may be related to seeking approval, fear of failure, or the belief that our worth is tied to our performance. Now, this is very profound, Georgie. So yeah. the, the root of perfectionism, I, I think it is a topic for a separate podcast. Totally. <laughs> because, yes, yes. Yes, yes because yes. It, it is, okay, I have characteristics of perfectionism, but, but why? Yeah. What happened in my in my past life mm -hmm. that now as as an adult I I am behaving like this? Yeah, I, I, of course there isn't a one size fits all a reason. That's why um, it's more difficult to explore in a podcast. But we can definitely try to do it. And the thing that helped me was to practice self compassion. And self-compassion also, sometimes people believe self-compassion is having self-pity for oneself or that is some new agey thing. This is scientific. Kristin Neff, who I had the pleasure of meeting at the University of Berkeley, studied compassion a lot. A lot of, you know, all the traits, you know, of these Eastern communities where they live with more compassion and more, more compassion for themselves even if they didn't know it. And then she coined the term self-compassion for a reason and especially to help so many people, among them perfectionists. So we can start treating ourselves with the same kindness and tolerance we would offer a friend in similar situations. And when we do so, we begin to free ourselves. Um, and as I told you, I could start reversing my perfectionist tendencies with this practice. Uh, Luciano, we talked a lot before the podcast about this topic because it's fascinating to both of us. I think, you know, both having traits. Yeah, um, yeah but there are, for sure, there are more more uh, tips to add. But before that, Georgie, because I, I, I was thinking while you were talking that we started listing these tips uh, with a funny quote that I said uh, that uh, I am a perfectionist, you know, I, I was quoting a perfectionist that was uh, saying, I, I have seen these characteristics, I, am, I got in touch with my feelings and the impact I'm having because of this. So it is confirmed, I am a perfectionist, I said. And that is not um, something liked to say because no. I am a perfectionist implies that if I am, that's, that is defining me. Mm -hmm. 
And instead of that, we can say, I am behaving like a perfectionist. Yes. Another tool from NLP, you know, differentiating who we are from what we do and also so important in Zen traditions. And this comes from the observation and the uh, disidentification or not identification with any trait. So we need to set some distance between us and what is happening to us and not identify with, oh, I am like this, I am like that, because that um, distance is going to say to give us the tools to to perf- to to be more profound about okay. what we do. Okay, Georgie, let's continue with the tips. Oh yes. Um, focus on the process mm. instead of, of obsessing over the end result. Mm-hmm. We can focus on the process and enjoy the journey toward achieving our goals. You know, the journey and the goals. So enjoy the journey. Yeah. So this reduces a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Another one change thought patterns so identifying and changing perfectionistic thought patterns Mm -hmm. so this involves questioning irrational beliefs and replacing them with more realistic and balanced thoughts yeah and i think this is where coaches come in coaches are trained to do this um you know if if you can meet somebody who's a trained coach certified coach and a therapist that is ideal but you know this is something that is learned in coaching beautiful so let's talk about boundaries set setting boundaries and and priorities this includes also learning to say no Mm. when necessary and allocating time for self-care sometimes saying no to an excess workload or something setting healthy boundaries mm. is uh, taking care for oneself. Yeah. Uh, another one, make decisions and act with uncertainty. Uncertainty is part of life. Accept that. So def- uh, it is very important to define a time limit for analysis. You mm. cannot uh, decide like a crazy person without uh, uh, defining a, a limited amount of time to, to analyze a situation. But it comes to a point where it comes to a point where you have to decide and move forward. Yes. And if something goes wrong, well, we will learn from it. Oh, yes. I always say this to my clients. Like, you know, I work with so many sensitive people, many, many beautiful people who are very, you know, worried about making mistakes or not being ready. And they have these perfectionist tendencies. And I always tell them, start before you feel you are ready, because for sure you are ready. You have prepared and you have it all. But, you know, we cannot have it all figured out but you have all that you need okay okay the last one there are many more but the last one i I think it it, we should include this because it is related to the many of the things that we have talked before it is delegate Mm -hmm. because the perfectionist tends to think that only he or she can do things perfectly well so it is important to trust someone else and to let go oh yes please yes that is this is a huge one. So I think we are offering a lot of tools here. We could go on and on, but it would be an endless podcast. And we don't want to aim at perfection. We want to aim at something that is going to be helpful for you. So we left out, as we said, the analysis of why we feel 
the need for perfectionism, but it's worth mentioning briefly that when you start analyzing your interactions from childhood and young adulthood, you are going to get a lot of feedback on this. Uh, but of, of course, as we said, this, this is the subject of another podcast. For now, I can tell you from personal experience that it is possible to relate to our perfectionism and even reverse it with the right help and the right commitment. It takes time because it's usually deeply ingrained, but it is possible. And personally, it's been crucial to learn to let go of control. This is a huge one in me in general. Um, to trust in the flow of life. And as I mentioned, I am a recovering perfectionist. There are still moments when things are more challenging for me in terms of this. But I can say I manage it quite well quite now. Well, what do you yeah. think? <laughs> okay, we hope we have been able to answer Luisa's question. Mm. Uh, thanks, Luisa, again. And yes, those you. questions that everyone else could have had so and have been identified with this topic so as always think of well, our little challenge of every, every 15 days think of one or two people that uh, who may need help with this topic and forward this podcast to them and this is the best way we to help each other so we also appreciate your recommendations reviews and feedback on any of the platforms you are listening to us we always 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 read you yes. a big hug a big hug a big everybody hug. until next podcast Bye -bye.